We continue our offseason look at the LA Kings with a focus on forward Kevin Fiala. Did he live up to the hype of being the Kings' big offseason pickup last year? Where does he fit in and who will he play with this coming season? We discuss on this episode of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. My name is Eddie Garcia. I'm your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 16 years and a passionate L.A. Kings fan for 30 years. On today's show, we're going to focus on L.A. Kings forward Kevin Fiala, talk about his first season as a King. Did he live up to the expectations? What are the things he needs to improve on? And where does he fit in on the roster next season? Plus, we'll talk about a member of the L.A. Kings family that is up for the Hall of Fame. And we have a Cal Peterson update from the World Championships. But first, L.A. Kings forward Kevin Fiala was the team's big offseason acquisition last offseason. Joining L.A. in a trade from the Minnesota Wild for a first-round pick in this year's draft and Kings defensive prospect Brock Faber. A lot was expected of Fiala to be one of the key missing offensive pieces for the L.A. Kings after his career year with the Wild, where he had 33 goals and 85 points in the 2021-22 season. In his first year in L.A., despite having moved up and down the lineup and missing 13 games due to injury, Fiala, I think, lived up to expectations. He had 23 goals and 72 points in 69 games. He would have likely led the Kings in scoring if not for a knee injury late in the season. He was leading the team in points at the time of his injury. He ended up finishing fourth on the team in goals, first in assists with 49, and second on the team in points. He also added seven power play goals, tied with Andre Kopitar for fourth on the team, and 17 power play points, tied with Philip Deneau for second on the team. He showed an offensive creativity and spark that the Kings had been lacking. And even though he saw times on the first, second, and third lines, he was still pretty consistent throughout the season, something we had heard was a criticism of his coming into his time with L.A. In his time with Minnesota and Nashville, he was talented but streaky. That wasn't the case for his first season in L.A. He had 12 points in October with the longest stretch of going without a point being three games. He posted 14 points in November. Again, the longest streak he had of no points was three games. One of the worst months he had was December with 11 points and a streak of five games without a point, but he bounced back with his best month in January, 16 points, eight goals and eight assists for 16 points. His longest streak without a point was two games and then back down to 11 points in February. Again, the longest streak without a point, just two games. And then came the injury in March where he ended up finishing six points in just six games. Another criticism of Fiala was that he came up small in the playoffs. That was not the case in his first season with LA, despite missing three of the Kings' six playoff games. He was still able to post six points with a goal and five assists in the first-round matchup against the Edmonton Oilers. This was better than his last two postseasons in Minnesota combined, where he played 13 playoff games and totaled only Five points. While it was a solid first season in LA for Kevin Fiala, there is a feeling that he does have more to offer 
He's still entering his prime. He's going to turn 27 in July. And we'll get uh, more into what next season could hold for Fiala. But first, let's hear from Kevin Fiala and what he had to say about his first season in L.A. in his exit interview the day after the Kings were eliminated from the playoffs. I'll be paraphrasing the questions and answers just to streamline things a bit. If you want to hear the entire interview, just go to YouTube and search Kevin Fiala exit interview. It'll be the first thing that pops up. And we thank the LA Kings YouTube channel for posting all of the exit interviews. The first question asked to Kevin Fiala was about his thoughts on the Kings losing in the first round of the playoffs. And he was pretty short with his answer saying the first round exit for this team is too early. Fiala was asked about his reputation in Minnesota as someone who didn't show up in the playoffs by getting six points in three games. Did he feel like he put that to rest? Fiala said that hopefully he had, but that the outcome was still the same. And it has been as it has been in his previous trips to the playoffs. And he wasn't happy about that. So even uh, after that, focusing on the team goal and not his individual numbers. Fiala was asked about playing on three different lines and playing with several different teammates. He said that he would prefer to be on a specific line more consistently to build chemistry, but also said that he was fine with how he was used. He added, quote, next year, we'll see what happens, but would be nice to have your line and build chemistry and build your line, end quote. If you remember, Fiala did start on the top line with Andre Kopitar and Adrian Kempe, and while they were okay together, I think that line was as good as expected um, with, with, I should say, I think that line was was not as good as expected, and Fiala ended up being moved around a bit. Um, it did seem like he was more effective being on the third line where he was more of a go-to guy. Uh, it could also have been a case of he's a new player on a new team with new teammates and he's looking to be a good teammate. And maybe early on, he was looking to defer, defer a bit more uh, rather than be the finisher, so to speak, that he was looking maybe to set up teammates a little bit more than being quote-unquote selfish and, and shooting the puck a little bit more often. Um, but I don't think that will be an issue come next season. I think Kevin knows what to expect from his teammates. He knows what the, they know what to expect from him. Uh, maybe that will translate into him being a little bit more aggressive earlier in the season and uh, see if that translates into more points and, and see if he gets a shot playing on that top line again. Uh, continuing on with the exit interview, Kevin Fiala was asked what percent he was playing at health-wise and what was the issue physically that caused him to miss time at the end of the regular season in the first three games of the playoffs. Uh, Fiala confirmed it was his knee he says he didn't want to go into details on it, and he wasn't, but he wasn't a hundred percent. But he wouldn't say what percentage he was at. Uh, he said it was something that was bugging him. Uh, he was asked if it needed any kind of surgery. He quickly said no, nothing like that. Uh, Fiala was asked about playing with Gabe Velarde and Velarde's season. He said he thought that Velarde had a great season, that he got better and better as the season went on. He said Velarde can score. Uh, he has great vision and is a great passer. He just said that Velarde is turning into a great all-around player. Uh, we're going to have more on the comments from Kevin Fiala in his exit interview and find out what's su what surprising thing he had to say about the city of Los Angeles. But first, want to remind you, today's episode of Locked on LA Kings is brought to you by our friends over at eBay Motors. If you're thinking about uh, building a championship team, uh, the perfect fit is important, and it's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So next time you need parts and accessories, Head to eBay Motors. With eBay's guaranteed fit, you can be sure that every part you get will fit right the first time around. 
Just add your ride to the My Garage and look for the green check to know that the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. And when you shop at eBay Motors, you'll find over 122 million parts to choose from. You'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. So get the right parts, the right fit at the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We continue with the discussion of Kevin Fiala and his first season with the LA Kings and his exit interview. Uh, He was asked about adjustments in coming to a new team and a new city like Los Angeles. And Fiala said that it was an easy adjustment. His teammates were awesome. He said the Kings are a great organization and LA is a great city. Talked about buying a house and said that it felt like home quickly. He said, even though he's been in LA less than a year, it feels like it's been a lot longer than he was in Nashville or Minnesota which he said was weird, but a good sign. So clearly uh, L.A. appealed to Kevin Fiala, which is a good thing. He's comfortable here in Los Angeles and uh, clearly is enjoying his time here. Uh, He was asked what he learned this year about his team and his teammates uh, in the playoffs, and he said that the team never showed any panic. He thought they were going to win, or they thought they were going to win. He said everyone was always very positive. He said he never saw any signs of anyone showing any doubt. He said he thought the Kings had a great mix as a team and that they believe they can make it happen. It happened, meaning winning some playoff series. Uh, He said that uh, there was never any panic, that everybody was positive, uh, so on and so forth. uh, The final question that he was asked was about adjusting to Todd McClellan's system. And Fiala said that there was an adjustment at the beginning, but as the season went along, it was easy to figure out his role and fit with the team. Again, I thought Kevin Fiala had a very positive first season in L.A. I thought he absolutely lived up to the hype. I think he is an explosive, skilled, creative player with a great shot. Um, I think he's a dangerous player that other teams have to be fearful of. Uh, He is probably a top player um, as far as for the L.A. Kings creating scoring chances at any moment. I think he's a much better passer than I thought he would be and might be the best passer on the team. Uh, He is equally dangerous in setting himself up or teammates for high-quality scoring chances, and that applies to the power play as well. One thing uh, we did hear about Kevin Fiala before he joined the Kings is that sometimes he can get frustrated and that sometimes he can take bad penalties. We did see that in his first season with the Kings, uh, and that would be my one major criticism of Kevin Fiala. He does uh, take way too many what I would term dumb penalties, penalties that are unnecessary and away from the play. Um, He does play with a little bit of an edge, which I have no problem with, but I think sometimes that edge isn't used in a positive way when he will uh, take shots at players kind of away from the play or after the puck is gone, uh, kind of a little bit of cheap shots every now and then. And those usually get called because they're very visible and easy to see. And I think he would be a much, much better player if he eliminated those types of things from his game. While he clearly is a top offensive player, I thought his defense was adequate. Um, He's not one of the best defensive forwards in the Kings, but he's not one of the worst either. Uh, The biggest question I had about Kevin Viala was, where is he going to fit in? And that's still the same question I have kind of going forward. What line is he going to play on? Now, based on his play and ability, and frankly, what the Kings are paying him, he needs to be a top six player. You don't really want to go into a season experimenting too much with the lines, but that Deneau line that you can argue has been the Kings top line the past two seasons, 
I think should not be set in stone, in my opinion. I think some combination of Kopitar and Deneau as your top two centers with Fiala, Kempe, and Arbitson on the wings has to be a part of your top six. Who that fourth winger could be, maybe it's Gabe Bellardi. Maybe you still stick with Trevor Moore. But again, those top five forwards, Kopitar and Deneau, along with Kempe, Fiala, and Arbitson, they have to be a part of your top six, in my opinion, next season. Now, we know Kevin Fiala uh, has joined Team Switzerland for the World Championships. Now, he didn't play this morning um, because Switzerland didn't have a game. Uh, But there were a couple of other members of the LA Kings organization that did play, including goalie Cal Peterson. He is now 2-0 in the World Championships, uh, helping the U.S. to stay undefeated. They're now 4-0 in the tournament after a 4-1 win over Austria. Peterson allowed one goal on 19 shots. Cal now has allowed two total goals on 32 shots in two starts. Again, he's 2-0. Now, to be fair, he has not faced great competition so far with wins over Hungary and Austria. Uh, There are no NHL players on the Austria, or excuse me, the uh, Hungary roster, and Austria has one sort of. Uh, there was one recognizable name, Marco Rossi, who played 19 games for the Minnesota Wild this past season. Uh, so again, not a power-packed lineup. Um, that said, Cal has gotten the job done so far as the number two goalie, it appears, for the U.S. However, unless there is an injury to Penguins goalie Casey DeSmith, it looks like Cal won't be playing in the medal round, but we'll see. Uh, also did want to mention that uh, Ontario Reign captain TJ Tynan, also playing for the U.S., did have an assist in that victory over Austria and has three points in the tournament so far. Uh, we have news on a member of the L.A. Kings family needing your help to get into the Hall of Fame. That is coming up next, but I want to let you know that today's episode of Locked on L.A. Kings, your team every day, is brought to you by Bird Dogs. What is that? Well, simply put, They're shorts with underwear built in, kind of like a bathing suit, but way better. Guys, they are really comfortable. And when you are someone like me, who is really into comfort, uh, you will love bird dogs. But here's the thing. They look good too. Uh, My wife, who cares way more about how I look than I do, was excited when I showed them to her uh, because they look good enough to wear out to a nice dinner, but they feel good enough to walk around in them all day. My wife and I go to Disneyland every Friday. It's our one kind of day to get away from everybody, kind of have a big date day. And I wore the pair of bird dog shorts that was sent to me, and I walked all over the park at Disneyland, and I felt amazing. Now, the man in your life will love bird dogs as a gift, and guys, your significant other will love them as much as you do because, again, it is the best of both worlds, comfort and look. So go to birddogs.com slash locked on NHL. And when you enter the promo code locked on NHL, they will throw in a free custom bird dog Yeti style tumbler with every order. Again, that is birddogs.com, B I R D D O G S.com. Enter the promo code locked on NHL for your free gift. Well, I missed this somehow over the weekend. But uh, a member of the L.A. Kings family is up for the Hall of Fame. It is Bailey, the L.A. Kings mascot, who, according to the Kings press release, is the first mascot to lift the Stanley Cup. I did not know that. Uh, He is one of 18 mascots nominated for inclusion into the 2023 Mascot Hall of Fame. And it will be you 
who determines if Bailey gets in or not. Voting is now underway. Fans can vote once per day per device through Saturday, May the 27th by visiting mascotholofame.com. Click on the line, the vote 2023 at the top of the page and vote for our Bailey. Now he does have some pretty stiff competition. Uh, if you know your mascots, uh, some of the competition include Blitz, the Seattle Seahawks mascot in the NFL, Buzz, the Yellow Jacket from Georgia Tech University, uh, Goldie Gopher from the University of Minnesota. If you're a hockey fan, you probably are familiar with University of Minnesota and their, their Goldie the Gopher. Uh, there's also Otto the Orange from the University of Syracuse. And yes, he is a giant orange. Uh, there is the Blue Devil from Duke University and Wally the Green Monster from the Boston Red Sox. So definitely some stiff competition for our guy Bailey. But not only is he uh, the only one representing the NHL, but representing uh, Los Angeles as well. So if you are interested in helping Bailey get into the Mascot Hall of Fame, again, go to mascotholloffame.com and click on the Vote 2023 and vote often for our guy, Bailey. Winners will be announced on June the 23rd. Now, you might be surprised by this, but I'm a bit old school, maybe even a boomer, traditionalist, but I actually do love mascots. It is uh, maybe a bit of a guilty pleasure for me. Uh, and, uh, when I worked for the Fox sports network, kind of behind the scenes on the TV side of things, the Kings won the Stanley cup in 2012 and the Stanley cup was brought to the Fox lot there on Pico Avenue and Bailey and the Stanley cup came for a visit. And everybody there that worked there was allowed to take pictures with Bailey and the Stanley cup. And if you are watching on the YouTube channel, you will see one of my favorite pictures in the history of yours. Truly. It is me with Bailey and the Stanley Cup. And uh, I love this picture. And uh, I would be okay if they, they put that on my in my funeral, if they displayed that. Uh, one of the happiest days of my life. And Bailey was a huge part of it. I want to make that very, very clear. Uh, this picture is my wallpaper on my uh, Twitter page and my Facebook page. That's how much I love this picture. Uh, and I even have on my uh, Twitter avatar, me and another mascot. That would be Time Out from my alma mater. Fresno State. So needless to say, Bailey, you have my full support and uh, I will try and do my best to help you get into the mascot Hall of Fame. And I am encouraging all of my everydayers to go out and cast a vote for the LA Kings mascot, Bailey. And I wonder if he's the only mascot to raise the Stanley Cup over his head. That's crazy that he was the first one to do it. That's uh, that's actually pretty cool. That's really cool. Uh, Now, we usually don't touch on NHL news unless it is somehow pertains to the LA Kings, but if you are a Kings fan that enjoys driving out to see the Kings play in Arizona, that may not be an option for you after next season. The Arizona Coyotes plan to build a new arena in Tempe as part of a $2.1 billion entertainment district was rejected by voters on Tuesday. There has been speculation about the Coyotes potentially relocating if that Tempe project failed, which it now has. Houston, apparently, the most speculated possible destination. Now, Obviously, they're not gone yet, and the NHL has already announced that the Coyotes will, in fact, play all of next season at the Mullet Arena. They're on the campus of Arizona State University, where the Arizona State hockey team plays for all of next season. But beyond that, uh, it's not uh, certainly etched in stone. They do have a contract for three years to play in that arena, but if they get purchased by someone else and moved somewhere else, then obviously they would have to pay some kind of a penalty to get out of that contract. But 
tough news for uh, our friends to the east in the desert. Uh, the uh, the Coyotes Arena plan was voted down by the voters there in Tempe, Arizona. So after a, uh, it's been a long saga for uh, Arizona hockey fans. Uh, I know some Coyotes fans feel terrible for them. It's a it's a bad situation. A lot of them thought that this was going to be the finally the one place that they could build an arena, kind of have a bit of a permanent home for a while and put all that kind of stuff behind them and just focus on trying to rebuild their franchise and be a good hockey team. But uh, the soap opera continues, unfortunately, for the uh, the Arizona Coyotes. So again, if you want to see the Kings play the Coyotes here, uh, the short drive down to the desert, uh, better do it next season because beyond that, not sure if that's going to be an option for Kings fans anymore. All right, for you everydayers, those of you that listen and watch every day, looking ahead this week, we've got two more shows this week. On Thursday, we are going to be joined by the LA Kings insider, Zach Dooley. Going to stop by and talk about this past season for the Kings, uh, the decision to let Kevin Fiala play in the World Championships, and the Kings' search for a new goalie coach. Uh, Friday is coming up, of course, and that is our weekly Kings fan feedback show. I highly encourage you once again to get those questions in now. If you can, don't wait till the last second. I want to keep those feedback shows going strong in the offseason. Get as many emails as we can on all the topics we discussed this week, uh, including today with Kevin Fiala. Do you feel like he lived up to the hype this season? Are you positive about what he can contribute to the Kings going forward? Uh, You can send an email, lockedoneddie at gmail.com, E-D-D-I-E, lockedoneddie at gmail.com. Always can leave your comments as well. Uh, in the uh, section below where the comments are on the YouTube channel. If you're watching on YouTube again, fan feedback show coming up on Friday and coming up tomorrow on Thursday, an interview with LA Kings insider, Zach Dooley. Uh, You can always uh, stay connected with the show on social media. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at locked on LA Kings. I'm Eddie Garcia. Thank you for listening and watching this episode of locked on LA Kings, part of the locked on podcast network. Have a great day. We will talk to you tomorrow. And as always go Kings go.